Hello and welcome to the Oz Investing Podcast, the podcast for the everyday investor. Just a quick note before we begin today's podcast is that nothing in this podcast should be considered as personal financial advice. If you're ever in doubt about your financial situation, please reach out to a qualified financial advisor. With all that said and done, let's get into today's episode. This is part B of episode 10, where we discuss chess sponsorship, the custodian model, and well-known full-featured brokerage platforms. I think an interesting topic you you know, which is a good uh, good segue from this, Sam, is you know what these are all funds, right? And they pretty much you know are offering you know relatively lower amounts in terms of whatever fund fees or you know brokerages when it comes to Comsec, yeah, the pocket variant. It would be good to really start talking about you know what's the difference between how can how can they really offer these uh, lower fees and what's a custodian versus HS sponsored account. Uh, because then that would give us a good, as I said, good segue into the next topic of brokerages and how we compare those different brokerage pla- platforms. Yep. So can, can you just give us a bit of information of what is a chess sponsored versus a custodian uh, type of an account? Yeah, sure. So this was something that definitely confused me a little bit when I first started investing. So when we talk about chess sponsorship, it's not like you're going to get a set of uh, chess pieces or anything like that. Um, chess <laughs> actually stands for Clearing House Electronic Subregister System. Uh, so <laughs> it's a mouthful. It's a system used by the ASX or the Australian Securities Exchange. And essentially what it means for the investor is that there is a very clear and transparent record that you are the legal owner of a particular stock or a set of stocks that you've purchased. So when you buy your shares and and it's chess sponsored, you will also have something called a HIN. And this is the holder identification number. So it's very similar to like an account number. And it's there to basically justify that you are the legal holder of these particular shares. So that's chess sponsorship. The other model is basically the custodian model. So some brokers, instead of using the chess sponsorship, will actually be a custodian for when you purchase shares. And essentially, as the custodian, they're basically like a middleman. They'll look after the shares for you. Yep. You have the the benefits of those particular shares, and you will also receive the dividends from those shares but in legal terms, you are not actually the owner. You you are what they call a beneficial owner. And there's just a small risk to kind of understand with the custodian model. So essentially, if that particular company goes bust or collapses, there could be a risk where you may potentially not get all your money back, or you may have to basically chase up your shares. So you become what's called a secured creditor. But when that company collapses, there could be other secured creditors as well. And they're all chasing that particular company for the assets that are remaining. So it's something to be aware of. Companies going bust, it doesn't happen every day. And it's not like it's a frequent event or anything like that. But it is a little bit of a risk that you need to understand. Now, there's definitely an upside, though to the custodian model. So a lot of the time 
when investors in Australia are trying to buy shares in the US, that particular broker is using a custodian model. From my research, even Comsec, which is a big player, does use a custodian model for US shares. Yep. And the other kind of benefit, though, with this model is that it allows the investor to buy fractions of shares. So instead of having to buy a whole share, and let's say, for example, that that whole share is $300, you are able to actually invest maybe, let's say, $100 and buy a fraction, a third of that particular share. So it does have its benefits. And then also you're able to pull a lot of different people's money together. And with that leverage, you're able to actually have lower trading costs and those benefits can then be passed back on to the end user. So you typically find that a lot of custodian model brokerage accounts have lower lower brokerage fees because they act as a custodian. So there are benefits, but also at the same time, there is a little bit of a risk that people need to understand. Got it. Got it. I think that's that's a good uh, good explanation in terms of you know what are the differences between a you know chess sponsored account versus a custodian account and it's important you know just to understand because it's in the end it's it's your money right what you're going to be investing in so it's good to have an understanding as to what the definitions and parameters entails when it comes with, with regards to chess and custodian accounts mm. however is there a you know is one better than the other it's again boils down to someone's preferences you know both of these models have been pretty successful and it's up to your own preferences as to you know are you okay with a custodian model and if it works for you you know you can definitely go for it and as you rightly pointed out sam like you know because of custodian models they they kind of offer a uh, what do you say a lower brokerage offerings right because yes. whichever of these platforms go through via that channel they offer lower brokerage so that's that's some of the benefit they pass on to the end investor and so if it's if it works with an invest uh, with an individual uh, you know it, it could it could work for them in terms of choosing a custodian based brokerage model yeah yep. yep and that's a good 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 topic to you know take to continue from right it's it's one of the things when um, we discuss about the different brokerage platforms and we'll we'll talk about a few or two few popular ones on the ASX. One is you do a comparison with a certain parameters and, uh, you know, chess versus custodian is one of those comparisons. It depends on how comfortable you are and, you know, you, you choose which which of those accounts are suitable based on your requirements and needs. Another interesting parameter for comparison would be is uh, when you're doing brokerage accounts is the fees, right? Because fees play such an important role as well. And you want to have as less as possible so that, you know, you invest more as possible, right? So each of these brokerage accounts have got like, you know, different fee structures. It could be flat fee structures. It could be a banding based structure, you know, whether they have account keeping fees there. if, If there is a a brokerage platform which gives you exposure to international markets, foreign transfer fees and all that stuff, right? Payments for, you know, having additional amount of data for you to do analysis on, you know, that's another package which is available with certain of these brokers. So fees is a good enough parameter again to start comparing between different brokerage accounts. Another important element where you can do your comparisons between the accounts is the research data, live pricing, and, you know, some sort of features which are available on these platforms 
like if you look at it you know the asx announcements or company announcements are they graphs and you know buyer seller information uh, you know live pricing real time data meeting notes from the different companies all that stuff right some of these platforms go into that level of detail and give you that much data and the more data obviously it's then it's more it, it depends on you as well right if you if you are the type of person who wants to understand and wants to go through all that data then those some of these platforms go the extra mile to give you that information yeah yep so research uh, as i said features in general of uh, the platforms is something where you can use for comparison the next one is uh, ease of use from a ux perspective and when i say it's the user experience whether they have just an app variant or a browser or both right uh, what is their user experience on those channels is it easy can you place trades easily can you you know buy sell easily can you have those informations easy that experience as well is something where you can do comparison on the next one i would say is predominantly when we're doing this comparison we're talking about you know the australian based or australian focused investors who buy their instruments on the asx but you know there are some of these brokerages and account uh, brokerage platforms which give you access to international markets on their stock exchanges right whether you are the type of investor who wants one platform to give you access to both markets so both stock exchanges international as well as say the asx so that's another comparison when we do a parameter check between brokerage accounts mm. and i think the last but not the least is obviously the security of the platform in a way that who is the provider which is you know giving you this service right um, they could as uh, and and we'll go through each of these players how long have they been in the market do they have a substantial backing if they are a new player so on and so forth so that you need yes. to make sure that you're investing your money through these guys right so yep you have to be absolutely sure that these guys are secure platforms yeah yep yep 100% um, so that's predominantly what we look forward to when we when we do a comparison of those parameters is are there any other parameters sam which you consider or you think we like i've covered most of the parameters there i think you've covered it pretty well there buddy yeah so i think a lot of the time investors you know straight up just look for fees but i think there's a little bit more to it than just looking for fees i think also you should definitely consider whether or not they're chess sponsored or they use the custodian model and like you said Jude just some of the other features as well because maybe some investors do want those extra functions so you know some give lots of advanced charting features some give yep. recommendations from uh, companies that provide um market research so like mm-hmm. Goldman Sachs Morningstar those yep. kind of companies some some brokers do provide uh, the Morningstar recommendation there are some that you know have a better application than others mobile application than others so those are some little things that people do want to think about and also yeah access to international markets you know some people do want to buy stocks from the US some people want to just stick to the ASX so i think you've definitely covered them all very well everything needs to be considered before making the decision perfect so uh, let's go i think it's a very valid point you raise right it's sometimes you got to look beyond fees it's mm. there are these parameters which we just discussed and i think you got to look at it holistically right and yes. more importantly what you're comfortable with yep so we just thought put some of these parameters out there now you know on the lines of those parameters we'll compare a couple right we'll start off with p i think something which is the most heard of or popular from a very long time 
is and we also alluded to it at the starting of this podcast was uh, using the comsec brokerage platform mm-hmm. yes and we spoke about the pocket variant which is their micro uh, you know the offering but the full brokerage platform which is comsec you know was launched somewhere around in the mid 90s it's been there for a long long time and it's predominantly uh, you know the go to platform for most of Aussies out there right and uh, when you do a comparison of those parameters it's you know you start off with whether it's a chess versus custodian that's the comsec is hs sponsored model the brokerage fees is a band based fees like you know so uh, they have these different bandings as to how much you need to pay for it's like up to $1000 around 10 bucks per trade buying yes. selling yes. when it's beyond 1000 bucks and you know up to 10000 around 20 bucks yes anything beyond 10000 it's all and within 25000 is around 30 bucks and anything greater than 25000 it's around 0.1 percent over 0.12% of the trade, you know, in terms mm-hmm. of their bands. Mm-hmm. So it's got a band based approach. And I think for majority of the investors, it's in that 1000 and 10,000 range, right? You know, the everyday yes. investor. So we're looking at, you know, 10 bucks for anything lesser than 1000 bucks, 1000 uh, parcels of investments and anything up to 10,000, it's around 20 bucks per trade. Yeah. Mm. That's from a fees perspective. Now, to, to look at it, what's the minimum amount you need to really buy in? It's around five hundred dollars. So that's yep. how that's how we uh, we are considering now again, just to fo- to uh, to have our focus on it's this information predominantly is on the you know we're tying it down to the ASX markets. So five hundred AUD is the minimum to get into the you know to buy a parcel of shares. Yeah. Yep. From a research data, life pricing, and you know features perspective data rich platform is comsec right you will get a lot of graphs you'll get those buy sell information as you mentioned sam they've got a lot of these analyst outlooks mm. what they believe is the buy and hold and sell mm. um, so it's it's really data data rich right it's got accessibility to both through a web pay, uh, through a web browser as well as they've got their app which is pretty extensive as i said yes. to go through all of that information and from an accessibility perspective is uh, it is you know, you as you've got access to the ASX markets, so the the instruments to invest via ASX, but you also have the option to go international with Comsec. Yeah. Yep. Good thing about the other fees, because sometimes you know these fees get hidden, like account keeping fees and so on and so forth. But because, like at least from what we've read and based on the experience I have, there's no account keeping fees with uh, Comsec. Yep. So so that's predominantly tying back to those parameters that we just discussed. And, uh, you know, Comsec has, as I mentioned, been there for a long, long time. And, it's you know, it's most of where the Aussies are, have I mean, at least initially put in their money through the markets. Things obviously will be changing as we speak in this particular area. But it's been highly reliable for all these years. And uh, it's something that even if with full disclosure, even I hold a Comsec account. Yep. You know, all for my uh, trading. Yeah. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool, yeah. cool. So I think that's that's done with uh, Comsec. Let's go and move on to the next one then. Sure. Just uh, one more thing before we move on to the next one is that with all the banks, basically, they do have some sort of trading platform available. So if you've already got your bank accounts set up, then it won't take too long to actually set up a trading account so that you can buy stocks through that particular bank but just keep in mind what the fees are 
obviously do your own research before making that decision. But the next one I'm going to talk about is a fairly new one. So Perla is the name of the brokerage platform I'm going to be talking about next. So Perla, they've got very strong links with the FIRE movement. Just in case anyone doesn't know, FIRE stands for Financial Financial Independence Retire Early. It is a little bit of a, a niche movement, but for people that are looking to actually do this and retire early, there is that focus with the Perla brokerage platform. So you, as an investor, can create a little bit of a, a bio and basically you can set up your investment strategy. So what are your ETF splits or what are your share splits to set up your target portfolio? You can actually set up your financial independence goals so what the ultimate target number is. Mm-hmm. And basically provide a breakdown of your investment portfolio through the bio. So it's kind of set up a little bit like social media. You can actually follow different investors and see what their portfolio breakdown is, what their financial independence goal is. You can see all those kind of things as you follow different investors and people can follow you too. So the whole thing is set up in that manner to reach your financial independence target. So there are things like, you know, showing your your progress towards FIRE. There are things such as showing the approximate age you will reach before you reach financial freedom. There's also a financial freedom calculator. So (laughs) how many days (laughs) in the year you are financially free and then how many days you're you're imprisoned. There there is those kind of features (laughs) as as part of uh, the Perla brokerage app. One really cool feature is the auto investing feature. So with a lot of brokerage platforms, they don't have too much automation to to auto invest, but Perla is one of the rare ones that do. And you can invest automatically through one of three different rules. So they're called lower share, rebalance portfolio, or equal invest. You can go to the website to find out a little bit more about them, but those are the different options available and funds are basically withdrawn from an auto invest cash account so there's a separate cash account dedicated to the auto investing so currently perla only allows for investors to buy stocks on the asx but very soon they will enable investors to buy us stocks as well so that's coming up at some point early next year or late this year if things go well so we just have to wait for further news there the fees it's nine dollars fifty per trade but another really interesting thing is that for for certain etfs they're actually brokerage free so the conditions are that you actually have to hold the shares for more than a year and currently it's only certain etf providers that uh, will allow the free brokerage. So those are ETFs from Vanek, ETF Securities, or E-Invest. Anything outside, like a Vanguard, it'll still cost you the 950 but if it's one of the three providers I mentioned, then it's actually going to be brokerage-free, which I think is um, actually pretty cool. Yeah, and I think it's, if I'm not mistaken, Sam, it's not all the ATFs with those providers, right? I think it's only a couple. So I think they, they kind of call it out with a label, I think, as to, you know, the brokerage-free symbol on their site. Right, okay. Yep. They, they call yep. it out, I guess. But uh, that's that's for someone to just have a look out because I think they, they clearly have a legend against those ETFs as to mm. their brokerage-free. 
Yep. And the thing is, again, it's in line with their philosophy. So it's uh, which they they try to encourage you buying and holding rather than you know trading all the time. Yes, definitely. And therefore, yep. that's the whole point to you know keep it as long as you can. And yes. if you if you do obviously sell before the 12 month stipulation, uh, you 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 have to end up paying for those brokerages which you got free, right? So mm. yes, that's the thing exactly. you need to keep in mind. Yeah. So. Yep. So that's pretty cool. So what's the next one, Sam? You think we go in for self wealth? Self wealth, all right. Yep. So I think self wealth again, pretty established player, 2012. I think they are also listed as a company on the the ASX. Mm. So 2012 was, I think, the date of launch predominantly for the platform. Again, yep. it's a chess sponsored offering from a brokerage fee perspective. It's uh, you know not, it's again a flat fee, very similar to Perla at nine dollars fifty. Yep. They also have exposure to the international markets, which is there, and they're I think nine dollars fifty US, which is this is again talking with regards to US exposures, right? In yep. US markets. Yep. So I think it's nine and a half dollars for the brokerage fee plus the FX tra- transaction. Mm. Yeah. And post that, there is a minimum trade amount. And now again, talking only with regards to ASX for $500 yes. is the, the parcel you can buy with. The next one is from a research parameter, data analysis, all that stuff. So the basic information is more than enough for, you know, most of the people out there. Mm, yep. uh, it's it's not an, not an issue at all. However, I think for a premium, they have a premium service where you can buy an additional data. But again, yes. that's up to the individual. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Another interesting parameter to do a comparison with with this is I think the other accounts do have it as well. But like say they've got the instant deposit right now, which they introduced as a feature where, you know, earlier, you know, it used to get take a couple of days to get transferred to this cash account, which you mentioned, Sam, Mm -hmm. from say from your your banking account to this particular cash account with the platform. However, I think now they've got the instant deposit uh, going for them as well. Mm. So that's also applicable for Perla. Just yep. an FI, they've, they've introduced that feature too. So mm. a lot of these brokerage accounts are giving easier access to the bank accounts for you to do the transfer in to the yeah. cash accounts. Yeah? yeah. Yeah. From a accessibility perspective, yeah, it's got a web accessibility as well as an app. Mm. International market accessibility, ASX, uh, we spoke about ASX and they've got exposure and exposure to the US markets, uh, share markets. And from an account keeping Fee perspective, I, they don't have any account keeping fees. So predominantly, it's the the trades you do mm-hmm. uh, with that flat fee structure, which is there for self help, right? Again, as I said, a pretty established player in the market. Yes. Been there for a number of years now, closing in on 10 years, right? 2012 and right yes. now, so closing in on 10 year, uh, 10 years, and it is also pretty popular with the investing community here in Australia. Yeah. Mm. Yep. So yep. that was that was self wealth in terms of that information. Uh, I think, and we move last to the newest member on the the brokerage platform community. I think was Superhero. I think launched yep. somewhere last year, right, 2020. So over to you, Sam. Yep. Thanks, mate. So Superhero, yeah, really interesting brokerage platform. So they're marketed as a low cost brokerage account. And it's uh, it's quite good. So it's uh, $5 per trade for Australian shares, zero for ETFs. So yep. that, that's really good. $5 to sell those ETFs, but $0 to buy with the minimum of $100 to invest. And for US shares, it's actually $0 on the shares and ETFs. 
with the minimum being $50 US and they also just have the 0.5 FX fee on the transfer. So definitely very, very competitive. Superhero, they actually used to have two different accounts. They used to have what's called a live account and they used to charge $9 per month for the live account. And then they had the basic account, which didn't have a monthly fee, but Basically, there were limitations. You couldn't put any limit orders when you were buying, and there was actually delayed market data coming through. But um, they've actually since uh, unified uh, the model. So there's only one model now, and there's no more $9 per month fee. So it's actually completely free for all users, all investors, and the premium features are available to everyone. So they've abolished that $9 per month fee, Basically, the only fees are the uh, the trading fees that I mentioned earlier on. Yep. And as you mentioned, Jude, Superhero does have different ways and very fast ways of transferring funds across to the platform. So you can do that either through PayID, BPay, or bank transfer. It does have a very easy to use and simple interface, very clean. There's, there's not much clutter in there at all. Basically, exactly what you need to to make a investment or or to make a trade and the one thing i'll just call out is that superhero is not chess sponsored so they are being offered under the custodian model but if you are willing to accept the risk then there are definitely benefits particularly with the low brokerage so all the other platforms that we mentioned before comsec perla self-web they're all chess sponsored but superheroes not so just something to keep in mind but the benefit is those fantastic low brokerage fees so there you mm. go that's superhero. Fan- fantastic fantastic so i think predominantly i think these are the four which we want to cover today but uh, mm. what's going to happen right now is also this space is constantly evolving right and each player coming in or you know each each of the existing players is always trying to innovate and you know with that being said there was a really exciting news with i think stake uh, recently now mm-hmm. stake predominantly offers you know Aussies to invest in the us markets on their on the on their us markets directly but they they they're coming in into the australian market to you know give the opportunity to invest on the asx and they're going to be offering a chess sponsored model uh, at $3 brokerage now that's a game changer to be honest yeah for sure at absolutely that, at that low brokerage amount, chess sponsored, uh, we'll have to see what all features are entailed when we, you know, really goes in live there. Mm-hmm. But that's a space where some we'll have to just, you know, keep a lookout for. And in the and this space in general is something which will innovate over the years, right? We'll get more competitive. Absolutely. Most of the existing players have to innovate. Yeah. Uh, because I think the the consumer is getting more and more, you know, knowledgeable about this, right? So. Yep. Yep. It's something we will look out for and we may cover it in the future once we have more clarity about what stakes going to offer, you mm. know, mm. in uh, in their new model. And to, uh, and as I mentioned earlier, stakes has been around in Australia for the US exposure on, you know, four years. So it's not like it's a brand new company or something of that, you know, uh, offering a platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty popular. However, I said this is going to be a game changer on the ASX, right, where you're going to be offering $3 brokerage. Yeah. So yep. let's look out and uh, see what the future holds for uh, the stake offering. Yep. Yep. All right. That's really good to to keep note of. Yeah, three dollars per trade. That will be definitely a game changer. And yeah, as Jude mentioned, chess sponsored as well. So 
definitely going to be very interesting. But um, Jude, I just want to ask again your take yep. uh, now that we've discussed all these brokerage platforms. Which one's your favorite? Which one does it for you? So uh, even like at this current moment, uh, again, full disclosure, I have uh, two of these accounts. I've got like one with Perla mm-hmm. and the other ones with Comsec. Now, uh, justification for the two is uh, one is obviously you know the data the data aspects of comsec is really cool because you know if it if if you're the type wants to really look into the data for you know any of the investments you're doing then you know that platform is really cool to really have that information with comsec and perla you know just about the flexibility you mentioned certain of those features are really really interesting to try out uh, the auto invest feature you know the uh, the instant payments all of that stuff right so for me uh, at this pre- present moment uh, i've got comsec and and Perla, but I'm, I've definitely signed up for the stake uh, variant, which I think will be launched soon. And it's going to be interesting, right? Because they had a promotion thing going on stake where they said, you know what, if you're within the top whatever 10,000 in users or something, they'll, they'll give you access to that brokerage account at, you know, $0 for a particular period of time. Mm. But it's pretty interesting where I'm looking, I'm looking forward to seeing what, what stake's going to offer, you know? Yeah. Uh, moving forward and that could be another one which i which i sign up for yep gotcha yeah so, so what about what about you sam do you mm. which one do you you know partner with at this moment so personally i use comsec mm-hmm. but i must say it's not my favorite so i have been looking to switch but i haven't quite made up my mind <laughs> so <laughs> Perla does look extremely interesting and it definitely is very like basically it represents the goals that I want to achieve. Uh, so yeah. I do want to do financial independence, retire early, and it does have a lot of useful features in that aspect. So I do like it. I do like what it stands for as well. However, now that you've spoken about stake, <laughs> I might just wait that little bit extra and see what comes out because mm-hmm. if it really is, three dollars per trade and it's chess sponsored then i think that'll probably do it for me <laughs> I, I might uh switch over to stake then if if that's uh really the case later on so i'll wait and see i for myself i do tend to like having just one brokerage account i don't like having multiple brokerage accounts it's yep. just a personal preference and for now i'm just kind of using Comsec because it's what I used at the beginning. But mm-hmm. once I make up my mind on which one I want to use going forward, I'll probably do a transfer and um, just go for a different platform after that and save a little bit on the brokerage. Yeah, I think that's that sounds good. That's that's a good approach. I think it, it makes sense, right? If you're still on the lookout for it, Sam, I'd say just, just let's you just wait for stake. I think once they come out, mm. Yeah, gives you more of a platform and use some of the parameters which we just discussed and then you For can sure. just narrow, narrow <laughs> down on it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, so man. just for our listeners out there, yeah, as we mentioned, we're recording this on the 17th of October. So when you're considering brokerage platforms, please just visit their website, check out their PDS statement and find out all the latest information about their fees as these can change from time to time. And just a final note, um, that chess will actually be replaced later in the future. That it will actually be replaced with a distributed ledger technology. So something, from my understanding, will be backed by blockchain technology. So it'll be one of the first world, uh, one of the first 
practical uses of blockchain technology in the world. So um, that's going to be quite exciting when that does happen. And it's expected to be in April 2023. So we'll wait and see. Sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a new world once that happens. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So that's all we've got time for today. Thank you all for listening in. I hope you enjoyed the show. And as always, please check out our website if you haven't done so already. So it's ozinvesting.com, spelled O-Z-Investing. And consider joining our email list. We'll be sending out an easy-to-use checklist on what to look out for when investing in the stock market. Also, check us out on social media. There are links to our social pages on our website. And just as a FYI, we have reached 100 followers on Instagram. So thank you, everyone, for following us and supporting us. If you'd like to contact us, please do so. Please send us an email. It's ozinvesting2020 at gmail.com or through the contact section on our website. And with all that said and done, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and we'll catch you all in the next episode. See you later.